Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Dawn was on a ghost hunt at a haunted LA Fitness where Brad was doing CrossFit all alone. His squats opened a wormhole, and that's what led them here. The trap inside a magic studio. The adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Bradley and Dawn. A Mike Ginger production. Dawn! Who's not here today, which is why that owl is over there in the corner. That. Who, 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 who? Dawn was very um, forward in her. Rubbing her Florida vacation yeah. in our face yeah. as we are watching the impending snowstorm getting closer to the Twin Cities. Exactly. She did. I wanted to just alert you guys just in case because she sent me her location in Florida just in case She's I needed. She's such a brat. Well, she, but she, to be fair, I asked her to send me her location should she go missing on her trip. And I would then have to host a true crime podcast to solve her disappearance. <laughs> So she sent me the uh, map of where she is and said, for your podcast. Oh, I love and I, her. And I, I did send her all our love and told her to soak up as much of the sunshine. And you know what, uh, Stephanie Hansen, who's filling in today, of course, from Weekend Dish, Weekly Dish, excuse me, Weekend on the Dish. Weekend. Weekly Dish on the weekend. And so much more. You just came flying over from Fox, the lady who does everything. I am going to be grateful today because I see rain right now. Which is not snow. Except I just Stop. heard Stop. that it's, I don't know where Monticello is, but I heard that it's, it's a slushy, snowy mix in Monticello. Yeah. Anyone well, know where Monticello is? I don't, but we should. Yeah, I know. Sorry if you live or you're from there. It's no offense. They're probably just, happy that we're not there. Yeah, like, probably. Fine, stay away. We Bye. don't want you to come. Hey, Stephanie, <laughs> thanks for filling in. Hey, Bradley, thanks for having me. Um, I know you've got plenty of stuff to talk about with the audience today, and I brought a few things to. Did you forget how this <laughs> my works? My microphone is getting limp. <laughs> Story of my oh, life. <laughs> great. So I'm already having an effect on you. Yeah, you are. <laughs> uh, okay. I the uh, like I said, there's plenty of things you're going to talk to us about. I'm very excited to hear about chickles and chogs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is that what you call them? By the I way, I did. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm. I want to hear about some St. Patrick's Day food fun. Uh, we're going to talk about some things you're watching on TV. But before we begin any of that, have you heard of apparently Gen Z and millennial drivers have a gesture that they think is more offensive than the good old middle finger uh, when no. driving? 
but I'd like to know about it. I'm I'm actually, and this is with all seriousness, I'm just happy they're driving because these this group like really got these their kids. licenses late. Oh sure. You know, yeah. like a lot of the kids. I mean, my daughter's my daughter's 24. What does that make her? That Gen Z, right, Mike? Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, okay, I and she so. does sometimes work at this station, so I always feel like. Wow, I have to probably preface that before I dog on her because people are like, did you hear what your mom said? They're going to do that anyway, honey. She Like 16, I'm like, hey, it's time to get your license. Oh, yeah. And we that were requires like, like driver's training. I, I was, I could not get out of my parents' house fast enough to get right? that license. Well, and I feel like my parents' generation, our parents' generation, they were getting their license at like 14. They were driving the farm equipment horse, at 12. Yep. You yep. know what I mean? Farmer's permit. Totally. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay. Well, according to a bunch of stories on the internet, and we can dissect how genuine that actually is, Gen Z and young millennials apparently... Um, Think that in this is the story, you guys. I can't even. Gen Z drivers say this gesture is a bigger insult than flipping the bird. It's not the bird that causes road rage, it's a more hurtful form of roadway retribution. <laughs> also, spoken like it was written by a millennial talking about hurt feelings with hand gestures and cars. Well, quote the second you receive a thumbs down in person, it's like they pushed your personal dislike button, it can be triggering. <laughs> Is that a thing? Is this on BuzzFeed? Is it? Because that's the only place it could be. The New York Post. Oh, but it's not just the New York Post. I've seen this multiple places today. So I just thought. um, So could you do the gesture for me? Thumbs down, man. (laughs) Is that more triggering than like? I don't want to do the other one, even though this is not a visual medium. Our dear listeners. No, and. Yeah, like is exactly. that is the thumbs down more offensive to either of you? I mean, I guess I'm asking the wrong. You're a young millennial. Uh, yeah, I'm right like, in the middle, and yeah. that's why I want to make a quick distinction. This is a Gen Z thing. This isn't what 26 and younger are okay. Gen Zs. Okay, I feel like so this, this is, is a, a Gen- Ellie Johnson thing. <laughs> thumbs <laughs> down. Well, we should ask her. Hey, okay, Ellie. I didn't know that it was a thing, much less it was like a worse thing. Also, I would just say to all generations. Don't make hand gestures disapproving of other people's driving in this world. It is. Keep it, it to it yourself. Is risky behavior. Slow down and let the person go by you and move about your day because you don't want somebody to pull over like that one guy did on the East Coast a number of years ago. You get out of your car. He gets out of his car, pulls out a harpoon and harpoons you on the side of the road. Yeah. Or boy. Worse. There's, yeah. There's so, worse. So that would be my advice. I am a road, um, let's see, how do I phrase this? I am an aggressive driver. Are you really? I am one of the I could just see her millions like hurtling towards <laughs> yes. the station, like yelling out the window, yep. come on, I got stuff <laughs> to do. exactly how I'm, how I'm handling it. And um, I actually am better than I used to be because I'm now a little afraid. Yeah. So that's a good thing for me. Yeah. I used to literally. Fear is a great motivator in life. Yeah, I, uh, I've, I've had some moments. But I will say, also, the driving is abysmal. Like, I don't know if more people don't know how to drive or if there's more people taking gummies and then driving. Like, literally yesterday (laughs) at 8 o'clock at night, 20 miles an hour in a 35, guy with a dog on his lap who was, like, basically driving into snowbanks. Oh, my God. Like, either real drunk or maybe stoned, or maybe just so distracted by the dog in his lap, it was hard to tell. Oh. 
But this happens on the daily. Yeah. And like 94, if you're going from St. Paul to Minneapolis, God help you. You just, you you clutch your rosary and that you is keep true. both hands. It is like. Because have you noticed, like, as you come around court, now it's just become old people bitching about driving, but. Thank you for joining us. Uh, feel free to join <laughs> to the conversation. The old people bitching about driving show. Um, I can Young relate. People can bitch too. When I'm headed to the, uh, my gym just moved, and so now I got to head across. Uh, I have to get on the freeway, and I got to head across town from St. Paul to Minneapolis. And like, there's a point at which everybody's cruising along, and then it will just stop, and you never quite know where the traffic's going to stop, and nobody pays attention until the last second, and everybody starts slamming and swerving. And you're like, I don't know how I survived. Yeah, this no, point. it it and it and I've always gone between St. Paul and Minneapolis. I'm telling you, since the pandemic, it's worse. It's a 200 percent increase in lack of paying attention, lack of caring, road rage, disgust, whatever your issue is that you're acting like that on the road. Yeah, Mike, it's, how do you dis, uh, register your displeasure when oh, you're on the road? Oh, I do a very condescendingly way. I look at them and I say, "You're doing great," and give them a oh, thumbs he gives up. Them a thumbs I actually up. give them a thumbs up. I did this on the pickleball court yesterday when a lady hit me with the ball. And I said, Speaking of old people talking about following the, on the pickleball court. Okay. So. I did just sound like I'm 100. Girl, we are. Girl. It's fine. Let's just embrace it and enjoy the ride. Because what, what was the fried green tomatoes quote? Something, something, something. Fanny we got flag. more insurance. Yeah. So anyway, we're good. Uh, I, I when I saw this story, it goes on this story about Gen Z apparently and young millennials uh, talking about how um, they're offended by people. Like if they get a thumbs down, it's a real wake up call for them <laughs> to like confront. Like I it, feel like I just want to do this judgment. just to mess with people. <laughs> you know, like if you see like, a, hey, you're a Gen Z, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna like next time I see Ellie, be like you, me. Thumbs down. There was a TikToker by the name of Paige Breckle, who's 26. She told her followers she's still bothered about the to- the one time she received a hand reprimand with a thumbs down after driving too slowly on a roadway fraught with elk during a trip to Colorado. Okay. She said, I think about Paige, getting a thumbs down be okay. every single day. Flipping people off when you're driving is dead. Give them a thumbs down. They'll never forget you. This is what's wrong with the world. I know. Just keep your hands on the wheel. I will say. Go the speed limit and drive. Absolutely. And if you're going the speed limit, make sure you're driving on the right-hand lane. That's all I ask. Yeah. 55, right-hand side. I will say that I think the thing that I have learned in this moment, because I used to be an aggressive driver, Mm -hmm. and, you know, I won't lie if the music is right and my blood pressure is a certain (laughs) limit, I, too, may start to get a little aggressive. But more often than not now, I find myself just going, you know what? I'm just going to pull over the right-hand lane here, set it on cruise control, and just go the speed limit. That's really like healthy. if I'm not in a hurry, if yeah. I'm not in the mood. Um, that's not always the case, but it's I very think healthy. the world we live in has required that I check myself because there are times. Do you ever make eyes with people? Oh yeah, and then you drive by and you're like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. No, I always feel happy and want to do it again. <laughs> and then I go to pickleball and I make eyes at those people. You're like, yeah! And I just have this unbridled rage simmering inside me God. that is waiting to escape. No, of course. Yeah. I feel bad about certain things, yeah. but not like eyes at a car of a random person who's driving like a jerk. No. Yeah, no, I do. feel bad about real things. That's Bradley. true. That's Let's, true. I mean, I got a whole list here for you. <laughs> Great. I can't wait. This will be a fun show. Hey, Stephanie Hansen, um, 
Will you just give people a little tease? Because we're going to talk about it at the end of the hour. What is a chickle? A chickle <laughs> is a word I actually thought I made up. But then I heard Chrissy Teigen steal it from me. And I was like, oh. is it possible that Chrissy Teigen saw me make this thing and then she made it? It's probably not. But cheese and pickle. But not just ordinary. It's not like a pickle roll up or something. You do something fancy to the, the chickle. A little bit. All right. Well, a little bit. stick around, dear listeners. You'll find out exactly what makes a chickle a chickle. When we come back, though, our favorite pop culture chickle uh, Holly Roberts will join us with all the latest from Hollywood right here on My Talk. Com. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Welcome back and here with all the latest from Hollywood. It's our friend Holly Roberts. <laughs> Hi, let's talk about Ben Affleck explaining the real reason why he appeared miserable at the Grammys earlier this oh, year. Oh, the real reason. Sure. <laughs> yes. Now, Stephanie, I hear you laughing <laughs> at Ben Affleck's face that became a meme. He seemingly was disinterested in what was happening at the Grammy Awards back in February. But now we know what the heck was going on. Great. Yeah, there's a a new interview in The Hollywood Reporter, which is actually quite lengthy and quite interesting. I'm almost done with it. But Ben Affleck denies having a bad time at the Grammys. Blue. He's just saying that Trevor Noah, the host of the Grammys, caught him off guard for a skit. He tells The Hollywood Reporter, I saw Noah approach and I was like, oh, God. And then he said they were framing us in the shot, but I didn't know that they were rolling. And just before the skit began, cameras captured Ben Affleck having a conversation with Jennifer Lopez. And he says that he had been joking with J-Lo, telling her as soon as they start rolling, I'm going to slide away from you and leave you sitting next to Trevor. Cute. All of that would be fine and believable had that been the only moment. (laughs) But it was hours of moments. Yeah. No, I mean, every face was like, yes. Yeah, and then Ben Affleck says that Jennifer Lopez said, you better bleeping not leave. And then Ben Affleck said, that's a husband and wife thing. I mean, some of it is. He said, all right, who is this act? Isn't it, though, like, wouldn't it be refreshing if he was just like, you know what? I was so over it that day. Like, I love Jen and I was excited for everyone, but I just was having a day. Yeah. Like, what would be so wrong with that? You yeah, can't be happy every day. You're a miserable person, generally, from all accounts. He's unhappy. He's a sad or guy. He He's a hard that. guy. He presents that way. Like, as somebody who has, like, chronic resting bitch face or whatever the <laughs> moniker is. Um, you know, sometimes, I just want to be like, sometimes that's my face. Yeah. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Don't read too much into my face. But Same. the fact that he has a... Um, it's good that we're on the radio then. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it, it's one of those things where, like, the more you explain, the more people are like, Okay, so I yeah. I wasn't thinking about that. Me today. doth protest too much, I yeah. think is what Shakespeare yes. said. Ben Affleck doth protest too much. <laughs> well, that moment went viral and then, you know, fans were weighing in. Body expert languages over at the Daily Mail were called out to weigh in. You just said body language. No, <laughs> body expert languages. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> but I would like to speak a body expert language. What were they saying? Well, they said that uh, a body language expert had claimed at one point that uh, Jennifer Lopez's gesture was reproachful and was an attempt to show control. <laughs> well, that lines up. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, oh. that's just one of the things that Ben Affleck is talking about. He's on the cover of The Hollywood Reporter. You know, another thing that he is talking about, he's Batman. He is a version of Batman, and he says he is not directing a Batman movie. He never wants to direct a movie for the DC Universe because he said that making Justice League was one of the worst experiences of his life. And didn't he go on to say something about how he didn't want to work for James Gunn or he didn't like James Gunn's approach? Yes, yes. Ben Affleck did say that in this interview, talking about James Gunn, who just announced yesterday that he's directing the new Superman movie over in the DC universe. He, I think that he just doesn't like the filmmaking process that happens in these big budget Mm. comic book movies. And that whatever kind of assembly line they have over at DC, Ben Affleck is just not interested in participating. I get it. And you know what? Because he's always made kind of smaller films and he's more of like a filmmaker, not like, you know, more into the relationship and the drama side. That's cool. Yeah. And his new movie is coming out next month. It's called Air and it's the origin story of the Air Jordan shoe. Oh, we saw a preview for that at the Oscars. It's supposed to be pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's going to be. But he's in it again with Matt Damon. Those two have like funny magic. Yeah, and they're working together. They mm-hmm. started a production company together. And they, you know, one another thing, what I have read of this interview is that Ben Affleck realized that working with Matt Damon was very important to him. And when they won their Oscar for Goodwill Hunting, they were like, oh, boy, we got to go our separate ways. Otherwise, we're going to become this package deal in people's minds and our careers might be stifled as a result of this. But then it was like, hey, I miss working with my friend. I can totally see that. And that's wisdom, too. You know, where you've had some time to process kind of what that happened, because they really kind of came on the scene together in a moment where everyone was like, wow, look at these two friends. And yeah. it was the whole story. So young. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I can see having that reflection. Yeah. So they're back together in the movie air. I think it's making its debut at the South by Southwest Film Festival over the weekend. So I bet we'll be getting reviews and it does look pretty good. I think doesn't Viola Davis. Play yes. His, uh, Michael mom? Jordan's mom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we have that to look forward to. Something else to look forward to, if you were a fan of Monk, Tony Shalhoub is reprising the role in a new Peacock made-for-TV movie. How do you feel about this? Shalhoub-tastic. I mean, <laughs> I like him. He's a good actor. 
I think sometimes these things just need to go away and die, but I don't know. I, you know, people loved the show. It had a lot of viewers at the, here's generally how I feel about most of these things. I just feel like, have we run out of ideas? Like, I don't understand (laughs) how I love these books going to, okay. I love books going to TV series. Sure. I want more of that. I want more six to eight episodes, like of really good books. Yeah. I don't mind if books go to movies. It seems odd to me that TVs go to movies and that they just do one special unless it's like, you know, an extra Game of Thrones or an extra. We're getting an extra um, Last Kingdom. Do you know about that show? No. That's a real hot one. Actually, I have heard about that. Is that the Hot Vikings? Yes. Kind of Hot Vikings. Yeah. It's the Saxon Wars. So I, I guess then what you're saying is it just really depends. Like it really is specific to whether or not the series can hold or produce a, a movie on its own. Like the other side of that for me is like I enjoy the just fun of like the Downton Abbey movies. Oh, like that they're was not so good. necessary at no, all. They're just I can't like fun. It gave Jamie and I an opportunity to have a date night and see one of our favorite TV shows up on the big the screen. World. And I we didn't it's not like we had high expectations for the quality of the filmmaking. Kind of how I feel about Sarah Jessica Parker and Sex the, and the girls City. Sex yeah. in the City movies. Yeah. Oh, sure. And then and just like that, the continuation series mm-hmm. that is currently filming its second season. Well, Tommy Shalhoub, he won three Emmys for playing Monk. So beloved Peacock has done this with another a- a USA show. Psych, they've made a couple of made for TV movies. And so we don't know when these are going to happen. But if you like the show, you're going to get another fix of it. Also, let's be clear. I bet this is really when you look at it sort of dollars and cents, an opportunity for Peacock to pad their, you know, content, because again, it's, it's for streaming. So like, it's not like you're going out to the theater to see Tony Shalhoub and Monk, right? You're going to probably sit on your couch and watch this. And that's already a baked in audience for the people sitting on their couch watching Monk. Also, I have a feeling that there's money in reviving series and getting pairs of eyes on those series again, Yeah, that maybe are in your canon. Hmm. So I well, and feel it helps like reiterate yes. the show, right? So I feel like that's almost what where the value is over the one off movie episode. Oh, because sure. there's how many up seasons of this that people will go back and watch maybe if there's renewed yeah. interest. Yeah, exactly. And it's part of the catalog now. And it's like, oh, remember that monk movie? Like, uh, subscribe to Peacock, please. And get on watching that. I also think, you know, it'll be interesting moving forward, you know, getting those kind of uh, subscription numbers via catalog stuff. And I say that because there's a writer's strike mm-hmm. looming. Headed our way. And, oh, and heading no. our way We're in still Hollywood. just recovering from no writing during COVID. <laughs> well, here's the deal. And this is a little, this is ultimately going to impact the stuff that we see. So let's get into it just a little bit. Is that... Mm, smart money is that the Writers Guild of America is going to go on a significant strike in the upcoming months. And if they stop working, that means that we're not getting new television shows. Now, the last time that the writers went on strike in the Writers Guild of America was back in November of 2007 to February of 2008. And that was devastating for Hollywood. Billions of dollars lost, shows canceled. And if you don't like reality TV, well, I'm sorry to say that that strike was kind of responsible for the proliferation of reality television. Something that's different, though, and this will be interesting to see, I mean, just from like a a disinterested standpoint, there's so much content that people can stream. Right. Will a strike really, will we feel a strike in the same way we did in 2007? 
Yeah, that is a because a there's question. like there's a backlog of shows that I could catch up. I'm not, you know, saying that that's a good thing. Well, yeah, that's saying like Peacock strategy. It's like you know what? We don't got new shows for you to watch, but come on over and watch our ten seasons a month. Why don't you? Yeah. Oh boy. Creepily, it might seem like actually a benefit for them. Cheaper. Yeah. Oh, Great, Holly. Okay. <laughs> Sorry to thanks, end on that everyone. note, but thank you for the update nonetheless. And thanks for the treat, Stephanie. Oh, you're welcome. Stephanie brought brownies. Hey. And when we come back, it's juicy bits of gossip with the names left out. We got blind items. We return right here on My Talk 107.1. Hey, My Talkers. Bradley here for my friends at Little Blind Spot and Hunter Douglas with huge savings for 2023. If ever there was a time to visit the Little Blind Spot showroom, that time is here. Right now, select Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades qualify for a U.S. federal tax credit of 30% off the purchase value, up to $1,200. That's right, I said $1,200. Hunter Douglas Honeycomb Shades are designed to conserve energy at the window in any season. They trap heat inside the honeycomb fabrics during the winter months and keep cool air inside your home in summer. It's like they were made for Minnesotans. Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades are available in many fabrics, including light filtering, room darkening, and blackout shading options. Visit the Little Blind Spot showroom in downtown Hopkins today for help from the best experts in the business. Or you can visit them online at littleblindspot.com. And don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. Sing it with me. The Little Blind Spot. We're big on service. The Adventures of Bradley and Don. I just want to say that we are about to embark on an amazing adventure. Where talk is fun. My Talk 107.1. Everything entertainment. And taking a look at your forecast, it's brought to you this time by Memorial Blood Centers. They need your help. Give blood, give hope. Schedule now at mbc.org. Today, winter weather advisory going to start here in a half hour, and that's going to go until 7 a.m. tomorrow, 2 to 4 inches likely with some isolated areas seeing 5 inches of snow. Rain is going to turn into a mix of rain and snow here in a couple of hours. And the top, the temperatures are going to continue to drop. We've already hit the mid-40s for the high. We're going to be into the 20s by this evening. 18 will be the overnight low, another inch of snow possible, and then tomorrow, windy and blowing snow with some cold snow flurries. Wind chill will be around zero tomorrow. 22 will be the high. Chilly weekend coming up as well. Right now, it's uh, 36 and rainy here at My Talk. Did you really just say the wind chill is going to be zero? Yep, I did. And that we're like, uh, even having the word wind chill in our vocabulary at... Why? What is it? <laughs> not good. March. Why? Oh, boy. That's nasty. Well, here we are, nonetheless. And the good news is it's sunny inside. Our hearts. <laughs> well, no, no, actually not. It's not sunny in your no. heart. Nope. Coal would be the better analogy. Hey, but here's something I know you're going to feel sunny about, Stephanie. And that is, by the way, you're listening to The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. That is Stephanie Hansen in for Dawn today, who's... Enjoying warm weather, somebody should. Mike's got blind items for you. I love this part. Then let's do it. We're going to start things off with this one. Again, we are still kind of uh, got the hangover of uh, the Oscars. All of these are still Oscar related. So we should. This will be the last day of our Oscar uh, blind items, but we'll get through them. Uh, Here we go. You would have thought there was a nuclear treating being discussed uh, with the amount of talks that it took to get this A-list producer slash host to pose for a bunch of photos with the former actress turned host. 
Oh, God. Former actress turned host is... Former actress turned host. Is that Drew Barrymore? It is not. Oh. Uh, Could be Uh. like... um, Well, everybody likes Amy Poehler, and everybody likes... Uh, the other one, Tina Fey. So it's not them. Like a talk show host? Yep, just like a talk show and host. And it's not Chelsea Handler. Nope. And she was an actress. Uh, uh, Sherry Shepard, potentially. Well, that's hasn't, a good one. Hasn't acted for a while, no. Oh. Um, Whoopi Goldberg? There's, uh, nope. And there's a reason uh, why. Because uh, um, they don't like each other. But they've definitely been talked about recently a lot because of. Changes. Oh, 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 Ellen. No, Ellen. Did okay. Kelly Ripa. There you go. So Kelly Ripa and, and Ryan Seacrest. There you there go. You okay, go. could go. you read the item again? Though? I yeah. certainly can. You would have thought there was a nuclear treaty being discussed, with the amount of talks it took to get Ryan Seacrest to ho- or to pose for photos with uh, Kelly Ripa. <laughs> this do we know? I, I and maybe this is for follow up after this segment. But do we know? Like why he's stepping down from the show and she's doing it with her husband. I'm assuming it's because she decided that that's what she wanted. And I, he's gracefully just like, sure. I think so. I mean, the story they're telling us is that, well, he's going to go telling start us, an olive oil company. Police. No, no, I didn't know that. Story, that's what they actually. said. Well, um, what I, what had been talked about, at least in the tabloids after that announcement was that he'd made that decision earlier in the year. AKA for himself. Because he but wants I think, to move back to LA. But I think that's, yeah, because he was going to move back to LA and do all that stuff. That's the official line. But I feel like that's just the line that they were like, this is what we're going with. And to your point, I think it was probably much more Kelly was like, you know what? This is what I would like to do. Because, I mean, I feel like she's driving that bus. Well, and he said he was going to go do an olive oil company and he's going to reinvest himself in Idol. And if you've watched Idol, they pretty much kind of have him kind of on the sidelines. Like yeah. he's he almost a non-factor. Yeah. So that didn't seem like the reason. No, I think that's, you know, like when, when somebody says you're fired, but we're going to tell people. Yeah, that happened to me here. Oh, oh God. <laughs> and for two months I came to Stephanie! the show and did it. And then Jason Matheson, I was just warming the chair for him. But that's a whole nother story for another day. But yes, so, I do know exactly how that imitating life. So, okay. uh. So that, I think, is probably okay. what's going on. Because they did seem a little icy. You didn't know this was going to turn into a real Sorry. blind item, Mike. Did <laughs> I did <you>? not. Mike. <laughs> I love it. Sometime no, when I- Matheson and I are here together, we'll recalibrate <laughs> the show. We talked, we've talked about it a gajillion times, but it is a good story. Um, there, there was, I watched that moment on the red carpet with him and, or her and Mark. And you know, I've seen them in person three times in the Caribbean sailing. Really? Yes. Well, on a beach. Just their family and me and my husband and Ellie. Well, they spent, I think, the majority of COVID down there. Didn't they, they And they have a beautiful, like, 58-foot uh, yacht catamaran. Do you know where their home is? I don't. Because I, I know don't. it's somewhere down there, but... Yeah, but they're real. They were real cute. They're always cute. I mean, they're adorable. They look so much better in person too. I don't oh, know. Everybody God, always great. says that, but they do. Great. Okay, so back to we. the blind items. Yes, I mean, let's... I look fabulous in person. <laughs> let's do it. Compared to my voice, what? Okay, do another one. Blinded by the items. All right, we'll go uh, this route here. Some of these are 
little longer. I'll choose this one. I'm a bit shorter. This celebrity offspring might be the public girlfriend of an A-list actor who had a big year that he's unlikely to repeat, but she is hooking up again with this foreign-born model who is back to being sober. Kaya Gerber. Yep. Look at her! Yeah, and, uh, and what's his name? Uh, Butler. Yep. Yep, Austin Butler. Yep. And how about the uh, third part? The foreign-born model who is back to being sober. Uh, Carla Delevingne. Boom! God, you are fire. just nailing it! I, this is how I play in my car when <laughs> well, you guys are on the air. And you do I a like... far better job than we're doing. Uh, Carla Delevingne, I just want to say, I did read an article about her. She's had some messy drug and alcohol times. She's been in recovery for four months, which is a little early to be doing like the I'm recovered now expose, but I'm excited for her. She looked unbelievably gorgeous. And I feel just positivity for her and hope this journey works for yeah, her. Yeah, she's saying all the right things for now. So let's hope she's doing the right things behind the scenes, too, to yep. back it up. Yep, yep. Fill in the blanks. Uh, yeah, her and uh, Kaya Gerber have uh, had a relationship in the past. And rumor has it that even though Kaya is with Austin Butler, that uh, those two, uh, Kara and Kaya, might be uh, hanging out together like they used to, spending some more time together like they used to. And I don't know if it's just anti Lawyer, but he's trying really hard to get Austin Butler together with Zendaya. Like, that's another blind item we get a ton of. So I don't know if this is just because another NT lawyer, you know, trying I, to pull away. I don't know. I think he and he has hinted that, like, the Zendaya Tom Holland thing is a lot more show. Correct. Than for real. NT lawyer's been saying that for a long time. You know, I, I go, first of all, sexuality is pretty fluid in the what we've determined is the Gen Z. Yeah. Is that mm-hmm. what we determined? Yep. And also, like, Zendaya being a Disney star, maybe, you know, that. There's some fluidity there, and I could see it. For her and Austin Butler, what's fluid? Um, no, Kaya Gerber having a relationship with Cara Delevingne, oh, 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 and oh, then Zendaya got it, got potentially it. hooking up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I think that there's a lot of fluidity in sexual relationships for the younger set. Yeah. That maybe the rest of us didn't have or experience or feel free well, enough to explore. I was going to say didn't explore or nobody talked about because you weren't supposed to. Yeah, potentially. I did kiss a girl in the read, sixth grade. If you do, <laughs> beyond, <laughs> beyond Hollywood starlet Stephanie Hansen, if you read Scotty <laughs> Bauer's book, people have been getting it on in all shapes and sizes since the good old days of Hollywood. Well, and in the beginning of time, yeah. I mean, certainly yeah. Caesar and Mark Antony and all those people were. We're going way back. You got any blind eyes for whatever ancient organ. Rome? Not quite. Put it in there. We still got a few more from the Oscars. Okay, another one. Go that way. Uh, we're going to go with this one. When the foreign-born A, A-list, mostly movie actor slash superhero you call your boyfriend doesn't want to attend the Oscar after parties with you, then what do you do? You get hammered drunk and constantly try and text him. Oh, well, first of all, I thought it was maybe the guy who wore a blanket, but he's not a superhero. He's a pop star. It's Liam Neeson or um, uh, Hemsworth? Nope. Okay. That's Liam what I meant. Neeson Hemsworth. <laughs> Nissan Hemsworth. Um, okay. It's not um, so Mark, it's a former... Martin Downey Jr. Nope. <laughs> foreign born. Foreign born. Former. A slash A minus list movie actor slash superhero. That. Former superhero or current? Oh, current. Uh, Andy Garfield? Nope. Okay. So it's not a t- uh, Henry Cavill? Nope. Gosh, I love him. Tom Holland? Nope. Who else is a superhero? Toby Maguire? Um, well, Ben Affleck was a superhero. 
Let's just say you you made it to the right universe, and in fact, you made it to the right hero. Oh, Batman! But so it's not then, ben it's Christian Bale, and it's not Michael Keaton. Nope. <laughs> so, so then, not who, George Clooney. I'm what other Batman. Batman is there? Is this one the of those recent. alternate Batmans? Yeah. No, no, I mean, like in the in the Batman. Who was the Batman? Because I, I didn't see that movie. Me neither. It was not Joaquin Phoenix. Nope. Give us a hint. Oh, boy. Because um, you haven't part, given us enough. Part of a uh, major franchise was his original lot in life. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Stephanie. You were kind of close with Liam Hemsworth, but it's it's the one that I confused Liam Hemsworth with. The other one, the vampire one. Yep. The Liam Hemsworth vampire. What's his name? From <laughs> the Liam Hemsworth vampire. You know what I'm talking no, about. Yeah, you but do. I'm, Mike I'm, does. I'm, okay, because he knows the answer. Uh, so wait. Okay, it's the Liam Hemsworth. Stop. Vampire. Don't say the words because it. Um, <laughs> it's the which, vampire. Which vampire universes. Can you think of? Well, it's not True Blood. It's the the series with the kids and the mm-hmm. Kristen Stewart and Kristen Stewart and. Oh my God! Why is his name Anne, Anne Rice? I mean, that's what it was based on, and it was Brad Pitt, and it was Tom Cruise. No, no, no. you're no. thinking of Interview with a Vampire. Oh, that's, that's how old 3, I am. Three thousand years ago. <laughs> I didn't want to call you old, honey, but no, you can <laughs> only you because can. I feel I am, your I age. Um, I don't know how much more. I mean, yeah, it's, it's um, just give me rhymes with um, <laughs> Madison. Radisson? Madison. Sure. Madison. Madison. Kind of. Aniston? Robert Pattinson. Pattinson. Yeah, Robert Pattinson. There you go. Oh, See, can like we Liam Hemsworth just for the have vampire. a moment, though? His Batman was so forgettable. That's why like, we couldn't think and of him. And then you said uh, the vampire with Kristen Stewart, that I didn't get that. Because that movie was so abysmal, too. That one was. I'll agree but with the you books that. were kind of fun. Uh, girl, I liked the books. Girlfriend, quickly, do you guys know? Oh, sorry. Uh, we Harry's girlfriend is Zoe. No, no, no. No, 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 no. That's Robert Pattinson's. Robert Pattinson's uh, girlfriend. It used to be Zoe Kravitz. Uh, so his girlfriend now is. I don't um, know who it is. What did we? How did we? We talked about it last week, but uh, Suki Waterhouse. Oh, Suki Waterhouse. We oh. had him last because I did the I same. Like we had a Waterhouse. very similar one to this last. All right, so week. fill in the I'm blank for the her audience. And Daisy Jones and uh, the Six. Okay. Uh, yes, exactly. Apparently, Robert Pattinson though did not want to show up to I believe the Vanity Fair uh, after party with Suki Waterhouse, so she then got hammered and then was texting him the whole night when he was over at the Gucci one. I would like to give special mention to Panda and Megan for getting this correct. And also, I think we got an email from Stacy with the same answer. Thank you. Uh, Stephanie, you did an amazing job. Well. With the exception of the last one, but <laughs> you're forgiven uh, because everything else you did marvelously. <laughs> when we come back, will you finally tell us what chickles and chogs are? Yes. Sounds like a band or some kind of footwear. I want it to be my next um, record. Okay, Chickles and Chokes with Stephanie Hansen. We return right here on my Talk 107.1. Hey, my talkers. Bradley here for my good friends at Dakota Dental. Guess where I was this morning? I popped down to uh, Apple Valley to see my friends at Dakota Dental. Dr. Baroon was ready and waiting for me, uh, as was Jennifer and the whole team at Dakota Dental. Why? Well, I'm on a dental implant journey. Doesn't that sound fun? I mean, I'm not going on vacation for a while, so I might as well be on a journey with my teeth. I had a dental emergency last fall when a crown came out 
And in the way that it broke, they couldn't repair the crown. So they were like, you know what? The best bet here would be a dental implant. Well, I didn't know a thing about dental implants. And frankly, it was kind of not scary, but it seemed very complicated. Turns out this process has been so easy. And the best part of all is the team at Dakota Dental has made it completely understandable, completely laid out exactly what I would go through far easier than I thought. Head to dakotadental.com today for all your dental needs. Flash Viagra. Bradley Trainer, Don McLean, producer Mike Ganger. The adventures of Bradley and Don. Don't we have the greatest adventures? Where talk is fun. My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. I got my head out this I'm blasting my favorite tunes. Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. I'm the Bradley. Dawn is in Florida, <laughs> avoiding deep water, but not dolphins because she does love dolphins. Although, I forgot that about her. You know, the thing I learned that's Stephanie Hansen. She's in for Dawn. Mike's here, of course, too. We're going to get to what chickles and chogs are in just a moment. It's not a sea creature. I learned about Dawn something that I found very interesting. She thought Mahi Mahi was a dolphin. Well, she thought she was eating dolphins. Turns out it's dolphin fish is another name for Mahi Mahi. And you know what else is? What? Dorado. What is that? A dolphin fish? Is it the same thing? It it's is. another name. So a Dorado is a very common fish in Mexico. Okay. And it is sort of flat. Oh. It has sort of like a flat square head. And Dorado, like if you were in a raft on an ocean and you were a stowaway and you were floating a castaway, let's just say, and you were trying to like get back to land. Yeah. Dorado is at night when you're in the raft aggressively like kunk, kunk up at the bottom of the raft. Really? Yeah. They're really aggressive fish like that. I don't know why they do it, but they do. So, like, if you watch the movie with um, Robert Redford where he's in a sailboat and it sinks and he's in the raft for days and weeks, he's constantly at night being tortured by by these Dorados that are also mahi-mahi. I did not know that. God, I learn something new every day. I know. So, You know what else I want you to learn our audience, uh, to put that word in correctly? I want you to teach our audience about chuckles and chogs because this took over... Um, parts of my news feed because your content was popping over. You recently were on with Jason and showed the audience something amazing you can do with cheese and pickles. So I have mixed feels about the TikTok. Yeah. I think it's really cool and fun, but I try not to go there a lot because I feel like I can just get sucked into the bottomless black hole. It's my favorite guilty pleasure at night when I'm in bed. And it's, it's, you're not alone. So I just, I don't even know. makes me feel so old and sad that that's my, that's my guilty pleasure in bed scrolling. 
Well, that's when I read that. That's when I read my Star Tribune. So Ooh. I don't know who's older. Well, you. Okay. So at night, though, yeah, one day I was like on the TikTok, which is not often, but I was like, eh. and I was like, oh, wait. And I like the cooking things because I find them hilarious because most of the time the stuff they're cooking is just so dumb or so random or like not even going to work out. Or they'll edit it such a way that you're like, that's amazing. And then you start to think about it and you're like, that couldn't mm, even work. No. Yes. A lot of the hacks are like yeah. that. Like this is not I saving saw me any time Last or night, energy. for example, I saw um, this woman swear that hearts of palm when dipped in balsamic vinegar, they kind of look like, you know, white cylindrical uh-huh. For the audience who may not know what they are, they're sort of like a white cylindrical vegetable, kind of like an artichoke heart, maybe uh-huh. that, that consistency. Yep. Dipping them in balsamic vinegar, she swore made it taste like mozzarella cheese sticks. And then another woman jumped <laughs> in and was like, uh, no. It's and still here's a vegetable. Why. But yeah, so you see things like that all the time where people claim all sorts of things. Yes. Although hearts of palm are good. Yeah, just they're not going to taste like cheese. No, they're no. probably not. But they would look like a cheese stick. Yeah. They're literally a palm tree. Did you know that? Well, I assumed hearts, hearts of, of palm. palm tree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Chickles and chocks. <laughs> We're going to get there eventually. I watched this young woman named Claire make... A piece of cheese in a nonstick skillet, and then she rolled a pickle up in it, and then she dipped it in like a sauce yep. and ate it, and was like, "Oh, this is really good." And I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, "Huh, that does look <laughs> real good." I love pickles, and the idea of like rolling something up because in the trends of 2023 that Stephanie and I covered in January, yeah. I will go on record and I said. Frico's having a moment. Frico. I was just going to say Frico is right. that fried cheese experience. That's right. Oh, someone's bringing Speaking us Speaking of food, <laughs> B. Arthur just brought us snacks from the, the appetizer. Winning? They are the winner. Is this Christy, uh, Christy Gavin's wonderful sliders? Congratulations, Christy. Wow. I for, feel like I'm here on the right day. For the audience who doesn't know, uh, we had an appetizer madness competition at work mm, today very good our good friend christy gavin uh made her signature sliders which are sort of the hawaiian They're in a hawaiian bun and then she's got like a smash patty i'm gonna eat one burger she's got a pickle she's got a little cheese in there mm. i can totally see why these are a winner okay back to chickles and chog sorry okay so she rolled up the the pickle and it is rolled up in this like enrobed cheesy crust. And at the beginning of the year, I was like, Frico's having a moment because people are putting cheese, fried cheese on everything. Yep. In Mexico, I had it on a tortilla. Yeah. So it was like an extra layer of crunchy taco. Yeah. People are making burrito tacos with cheese. Ugh. And then I was like, OK, I'm going to take this one step further, because if you love a pickle wrapped up in cheese, which duh. Wouldn't you love like a sausage wrapped in cheese? Mm-hmm. Thus, the chog, mm. the doggy chog. So I had some delicious sausages from up north, Zups from the Zupanovich family, Uncle Grandpa Zupanovich's recipe. Yum. So I cooked them and I rolled them up in cheese. Oh, we're getting more snacks. Oh, boy. Thank you. All right. This is another Looks appetizer. Like this is some kind of marshmallowy salad, whipped salad that looks like your grandma How would can, make if you grew up in Schuyler, Nebraska on Easter. Before, in the remaining time we have left, if people want to learn how to make uh, a Stephanie Hanson, Hanson, Hanson original. Stephanie's dish.com. I have a whole post about it. How to do it. 
but also I have a homemade ranch that you use to dip it. Yum. That makes it a little bit better. Oh, this weird mushrooms or this weird it's marshmallow like the Snickers, salad. Snickers salad, I think. With um, apples and Snickers. It's pretty good. You guys, food competitions at work are my jam. Yeah. I would like to judge your food competition at work. So just if DM you want to have if you want to have <laughs> Stephanie Hansen out. And uh That's fun. If you want to see her chickles or her chogs, she's got them on her website. And, you and they're don't not have to hard. 18, Make them with your kids. They're uh, fun. To visit. No. It just sounded dirty. No. Want to see my chickles? All right. When we come back. chogs. <laughs> from uh, food to what are you watching? We're going to talk about what's on TV, what you've been watching, Stephanie. Although I'm going to have to tell you, no spoilers. I won't. All right. When we come back right here on My Talk 1071. You can't get more of a funny, spontaneous moment than that. My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment.